Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Standing in the rain With his head hung low Couldn't get a ticket It was a sold-out show Ben Woods, 97.3, The Fan. You are being uh, treated to the sweet sounds of uh, Lou Graham and Foreigner, uh, currently nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We can go through. Paul, if you want to throw that in the Rindle Report, could be interesting later. Some big, big names uh, got nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Get to that at some point today. Good morning, everybody. I am Woodsy. That is Paul Rindle. He is the executive producer. Good morning, my friend. Hey, how are you? I'm fantastic. I've... Uh, I've already lived an entire day today. I'll explain in a minute. Uh, Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, is here as well. What was Foreigner's career war? Did Foreigner ever use performance-enhancing drugs? What I are performance-enhancing drugs? <laughs> Waking up this morning. I know. I get you, know. you buddy. I get you. But, you know, Hall uh, of Fame, Hall I, of Fame voters have got to, you know, they got to know the, the behind-the-scenes story of Foreigner. Are they a rock and roll band? Something tells me they did uh, performance-enhancing drugs. At least one of them, I would imagine. <laughs> uh, man, yeah, I've lived an entire, entire day already. This morning, It's 6 o'clock in the morning. I've already had an entire day. I, I woke up. Now, I woke up early, which for me was about 3.20. Mm-hmm. What time did your... Midnight. Day- oh. Woke up at midnight and went ahead and started oh. my day. Uh, got up, was like, oh, okay, hang on, I'm up. Reached over, grabbed a little handful of butt next to me, my missus. Oh, yeah, she wasn't in the mood. Classic so I, move. Yeah, classic. And I looked at my... I'm like, it's got to be three. Looked at my watch, it was midnight. I go, oh, I still have hours to go. <laughs> so after uh, grabbing a handful, I got up. Went to the kitchen, made a cup of coffee, three scrambled eggs. At midnight. Piece of toast. Yeah, midnight. Breakfast. That's breakfast. And a, a tangerine. 
And I sat down and I ate it. And then I said, all right, I'm going to try to take it back to the back to the bed and see if I can go to sleep now. So I went back to the bed. A cup of coffee doesn't really help with no, that. No, it didn't. Got up and um, went back to my room. And then she got up to work out at like 1.30. So then I did something else that usually helps me fall asleep. And then that didn't work. So then I put on Billions and uh, watched some Billions. Stroganoff. And then I took a uh, two-hour nap. I've taken a two-hour nap already. Oh, my God. It's 6 in the morning. I've already had a two-hour nap before work. So, needless to say, I think I'm, you're stretching the definition of nap. You had I took a, a two-hour nap. You had an interrupted sleep. No, I took a two. I was up for. I was up for. All right, let's say someone I was up for two hours. Let's say someone's getting up right now at six a.m. Mm-hmm. and then they have their breakfast and coffee and watch some TV. Then they would have their nap. When would that nap start? Nine a.m. Uh, 8 a.m. 8 a.m. A two-hour nap at 8 a.m. No one, no one naps at 8 a.m. I napped at 4 a.m. or at sorry at 2 a.m. Laid down, fell asleep, had weird-ass dreams. Woke up and was like, "Oh, it's my alarm." I don't know what it is. I don't know what's wrong with me. (laughs) It's something. I'm telling. I got more rest when I partied (laughs) for days on end. (laughs) Uh, This is horrible. It's horrible. This job isn't conducive to the most consistent of sleep schedules. It should be. It should be the 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 sleep schedule. In fact, is very consistent. Like we put the kids down, we go to bed. I don't go out and get beers or anything at nine. I don't meet a buddy for dinner. I don't do anything during the week. And last night I got in bed the normal time. Made the kids lunches around seven. Put them in the fridge, and I was in my bed by 7.15 and, you know, scrolling my phone, watching something on TV, and then fell asleep. And But I woke up at midnight, and I was like, oh, I feel great. This is great. And then I go, dude, you have four hours left you can sleep. It sucks, man. And then the brain's it's morning show brain. The brain starts going, what are we doing today? What are we? Who are we talking to? Oh, God, blah, blah, blah. So it is just horrific. I don't know what it is. I told Hannah this morning, I go, I'm not going to be around much longer. This is, this is going to kill me. It's going to absolutely end my life. I try the CPAP. I rip it off in the middle of the night. It doesn't work. Um, it's just terrible. I, I, do I need, a, I need like a coffin or something? I don't know. Like, but you can't, I can't turn my brain off. That's the problem. So I don't know what to do at this point. Tried it all. <laughs> Name it. I've tried it. Ordered a sleep mask this morning at like four a three a.m. Yeah. off Instagram. Got love, one of those. Love, love the sleep. Eighty dollars for a sleep well, mask. That's, I that's got. for people who try to sleep during the day when it's light out. But you're trying also, to sleep when it's dark. No, out. I have one. It's got the. It's speakers. got some butt. Like it's got like some vibrations and stuff oh. in it. Yeah, like it's supposed to be really fancy. So. I need it like a, I think a coffin would be best. For Do you feel me. like you're being disturbed though, or your your own body's just telling you it's time to get up? It's just I, when I do wake up, I feel great. But you can't feel great for six hours before you come to work. Your show starts at six, and you wake up at midnight. That's not conducive to a good day. See, I've been taking one melatonin gummy right bef- about an hour before I want to fall asleep and I have been sleeping like a rock. So, Mel- we we, we meant to talk about melatonin last week. I wanted to put it on the melatonin. The rundown. The melatonin thing. So, I've taken Ambien for years. And uh I tried to like I don't know why I tried to like get off and it's bad, it's bad. I'm like, does it help me sleep? It does great. I'm going to take it. Uh I'm not you know, I'm not crushing up three or four a day and jamming them up my nose or anything, but like 
It helps me sleep, and I usually can sleep pretty decently through the night. Tried melatonin on a weekend. So I took the, I'm like, this is better. It's all natural, whatever. So I get a thing of gummy, melatonin, pop two. Because it told me to pop two. Yeah. So pop, I pop two. That Saturday night, I mean, I woke up. I was like, <gasps> I was having horrendous <laughs> nightmares. I was like, oh my God, oh my God. I was like, all right, that had to be a one-off. I'll try it again tonight. Two melatonin. <gasps> being attacked oh, by bears in the zoo. I'm like, I woke up. I was like. I got to go back to Ambien. Like, this is way, way worse. See, I didn't have any nightmares or anything, but it says on the bottle, adults take two gummies. And I did that, and I don't know. I think I got, like, six to seven hours, which is decent. And I was groggy as hell in the morning. It's so, so I cut groggy, it down, yes. I cut it down to one, which so, is totally fine. In the chat, hey, what about some weed gummies? Yeah. You know what happens to me when I take weed gummies? I lay, yeah, in, bed at, I lay in bed at night, and I go... You're the worst. You're the worst dad. You're the worst husband. <laughs> Everything you've done, you're a piece of ass. Nobody likes you. Everybody hates you. My brain just goes. <laughs> so, what's next for me? Like, I have no idea what to take, but I need something. I need something that knocks me out that Hannah has to go, get up, get up. You got to go to work. That's what I need. And I just can't seem to shut it off. May I recommend a second job that doesn't end (laughs) until late at night? Because for all my, for all my faults, I have no trouble getting to sleep. And I sleep pretty well for, you the, also, for the limited time that I I actually get to lay in my bed. I'm out like a light. But you also get don't up have and I feel like pretty good in the morning. You don't have anxiety or anything. Nothing. Like you're not an anxious person. I don't think that's necessarily fair to say. I think everybody deals with certain levels of anxiety. Have I learned to? Tamp it down a little bit and not put myself in as many situations that make me anxious. It, my calm exterior is probably well crafted over the years. You love a well crafted headline. I do, I don't like anxiety. I, I mean, no one does. It's not fun. No, I mean, everyone. But I think everyone listening right now deals with anxiety. Now, some people it's constant and crippling, and and obviously, you know, that's something that you can deal with with a doctor or a, a professional or there's medications that can help. But I think everybody everybody alive has to deal. It's part of the human nature is dealing with anxiety and, and how you cope with it. I just don't know how people just go, yep, zip, uh, I'm out and fall out. I haven't. You can't. You could put me in the most serene spot on the planet with nothing to do <laughs> and no one to answer to and nobody to bother me and I'm still going to lay there and go gah, 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 gah. like do you do no- I, noise at all at yeah night? we have the the noise on it's great I, I think for me and I, I know this won't work for everybody I take magnesium Michael I do all he's saying cherry tart cherry juice now, I, I think Ka- Katie break. says in the chat I had insomnia and terrible nightmares for years I'm telling you trazodone legit <laughs> saved me Megan has trazodone it's you got to get it prescribed yeah. but holy crap does it work I cannot stress it enough. I tried I suggest it. It's fine. I had I had I tried it. She gave me some. I tried it. It didn't, it didn't I mean, work. No, it didn't work. God, Nothing works. I don't know what to do then. I you know I, I'm not the pharmaceutical sort, as you know. And for me, when I have something that I am worried about, but it's time to sleep, I have gotten to the point where I realize there's nothing I can do about it. If I've got something that I'm worried about, it'll still be there in the morning. It's fine. But right now, the only <laughs> thing that I really should be doing is sleeping, and I'm um, I can switch into that mode. Like sleeping is the only thing that's going to help right now. It's not going to help me to stay up all night and worry about anything that 
I'm anxious about. It will help me if I get to sleep. So just kind of turn it off, and I, I, and I go to bed, and I, I can sleep through it. And then it usually feels better after you've actually gotten some rest in the morning. So he says, have you tried drinking yourself to sleep? Yeah, many times, many <laughs> times over the years. Not anymore, though. Not since this job. Mm. So, yeah, it was terrible. It was terrible, man. <laughs> I turn the TV off at night. I do usually fall asleep with my... My phone on with my AirPods in. Distraction is not not a bad way oh, to go. Man, it's really tough, dude. It's really really tough. So I mean, look, you know, you you do what you do to get by. I'm here. I made it. But yeah, six hours have been up already. Such a nightmare. It's just a night. This happens to me at least once a week. God. At least once a week, and I don't know when it's coming. And my brain is like, hey, guess what? It's going to be one of those days. It's just the worst. And, of course, when I get out of here, I don't want to do anything. I've had it before where I can't fall asleep, and the closer I get to, like, midnight, I get more – I get that anxiety. I'm like, I've got to fall asleep. I have to fall asleep. Please fall asleep. Please. Fritz said just stay up later. You can't. Not with this gig. You can't do it. I can't just make myself stay up later. If I stayed up till 9 or 9.30, guess what happens to me at 9.30? Oh God! Oh no! I'm not asleep yet. I got oh crap, dude! I got a I got a show in the morning. Oh no! Like oh God! Are we? Do we have everything done? Is it done? Is everything done yet? It's a nightmare. It's in my wife's like you should work out more. I'm like of course you say that. Of course you do. Maybe it'll help. But I thought about getting up out of bed this morning and working out. But I was like she's not gonna let me in her gym. I'm a man without a country is what I'm telling you guys here. So uh, if I'm a little bitchy today or a little on edge. It's like every other day, but uh, just know that it's not its not because I'm well-rested and just feeling bitchy. I'm actually bitchy. Speaking of self-care after the show today, uh, I've talked about this before, but I have my regular dermatologist appointment to uh, examine my various moles, moles all over my body. Yeah, it's, You go every six months? Six months, That's yeah. Good. Yeah, just because I, I do have a, as you can tell, a, a plethora of Little dark spots, and it's not just the ones on my face that you can see when I'm on television or on the YouTube stream. They're all over, and I mean all over, which is, it's very... Take your shirt off, let's see. It's very awkward, obviously, to have people examining you very closely. Oh, yeah, they get like in with, there. They get a little microscope, a oh, little yeah. monocle thing. Where yeah, you know like how the guys do... The, really they get, getting in they there. They get diamonds, and they use the little yes, loop with exactly. the diamonds. That's yeah. how they do... I, yeah. hey, I got but it, But they're too. doing that to your body, yeah. and all parts of your body, because yeah. you get moles in every area, everywhere, so you got to get completely inspected. I just went. I went a couple weeks yeah. ago. It's it's important to do, especially as you get older, you know, our age, 40s and, and above, and you spend a lot of time in the sun, living in San Diego your whole life, plenty of sun exposure, so you got to make sure that those don't change. So I will do that and uh, get through it, and it'll be it'll be fine, but usually there's the doctor and there's the assistant and everyone's in there, and they're just... They're just looking at you. Yeah, they're everywhere. just picking you apart. Yeah. I went to the dentist yesterday. They did say my mouth was the healthiest it's ever looked. Really? So that was good, good for you. Yeah, that was great. Oh, you've, been, you've really been flossing. I take, go, take I have. One I thing. have. See, that's one less thing to be anxious that's about. exactly right. <laughs> Our don- I, Paulie and I have the same dentist. He's great. He did hit me yesterday with the, hey, how long is Bo's hair going to get? And I was like, well, I'll just stab you with one of your instruments if that's fine. <laughs> how often do you guys floss? Be, be Every honest. Every single Every day. day. We Never got, I got the little... The picks. And I just bring them. They're in my pocket. They're in my bag. I'm always trying like to get to floss crap out of my teeth. Yeah. I would say I try to do it every day. I probably miss once or twice a week, but for the most part, I try to get 
sometime at least once a day. Kirk, oh, I'm like once a week. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got to get better. get the picks, man. And I you have, just yeah, I need you to just sit watch TV and do it. And yeah. it just we have we've run a big flossing it's initiative least, in our home for our kids. At least once too. a week, and then it's by need after that, depending on. So now, now we know why you don't have people over if you're just sitting around <laughs> watching TV and just flossing. Yeah, just flossing all over your house. Kicks on the door. Hey, how you doing? How you doing, buddy? Kicking in the chat says, "Do the Aaron Rodgers darkness retreat." I'd like. I would. I think my brain would eat itself in there. I just don't know if I could be alone uh, for that long, just with my thoughts, because I think that's what's keeping me up. So, I don't know, man. I'm I'm struggling, but I'm here. I want to talk some baseball. I want to talk to Sammy Levitt. He always, always, always puts a smile on my face. That kid. Every time I talk to him, every time I see him, he is. Other than us. Adam Klug just knocked it out of the park with that hire. I just love Sammy Levitt. Love him. All right, we will hand out our menus for the program today when we come back. There was a baseball signing overnight. We will definitely get to that coming up as well. Don't go anywhere. It is Tuesday morning. Glad to have you with us. Bennett Woods, Paul Rindel, together in the morning. Some of us just got up about an hour and a half ago. Others have been up for six hours and 15 minutes with a two-hour nap in between. On San Diego's number one sports station. See how the traffic's looking this morning. Kelly Danick, always standing by with a report here on 97.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning, sir. Can I offer you a menu? I would love a menu. Does it have sleep aids on it? No, actually, um, so tonight, Shelly and I were going out to celebrate our anniversary. It was 24 years ago today. 24? We went, we went on our first date. Oh. And 22 years ago this week when we got married. Same same week, different anniversaries. Same 
celebration. But though. same celebration. Got it. Yeah. And we're uh, we're going to do a fancy dinner. I was just looking at the uh, the sample menu. Okay. Lay it on me. We're going to uh, Valle, which is uh, up in Oceanside. It's got a Michelin star. Oh. And you know it's fancy when there are things that even I don't know what they are <laughs> on the menu. Like I can read it, but I can't tell you. Conejo Alegre. Ooh. Poached and roasted rabbit, green pea and mint, ceguezo in caldillo. Rabbit? I don't know. I mean... Sweet little rabbits? <laughs> you eat a sweet little rabbit? You're a monster. How dare you, man? What'd that rabbit do to you? A sweet little angel hopping across the street? Would it be better maybe the uh, tetela de barilla? The filleted uh, braised Neiman Ranch lamb and frijoles You're puerco. you eat a little lamb now? Good God, man. <laughs> What's next? How about a gerbil? Sweet little. How about a sweet little guinea pig? Oh, we got some roasted guinea pig on the menu tonight for Ben and Shell. It's shaved with truffle and pescado zarandeado. Are you okay with me eating some uh, some catch of the day? Yeah, absolutely. You're okay yeah, with that. I'm fine by that. <laughs> how about one of uh, our cats at home? Does that be nice for you? Get our sweet little orange kitten. Bring him in. Grill him up for you. So hope you guys get your get your your sweet little fancy meal. <laughs> Matthew says lots of people eat guinea pigs. I did not know that. Did not know that. Hope I hope I never. Was. Isn't it funny? There was a somebody did a stand up bit about that. Oh, it was Dennis Leary. He's like <laughs> he goes he goes don't eat the tuna. Why? Because of the dolphins that get caught in the net. He goes, yeah, but what about the tuna? They're like, well, F them. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> they also got caught in the net. It's so funny, dude. It's so true. <laughs> like, no, man. As long as the animal is unattractive, uh, you can eat it. If it's cute and little, you can't eat it. Uh, what else? What else is on there? Um, there was a uh, a beetroot salad with a Humboldt fog goat cheese. You're not a beet guy. I am not a beet Well, see, guy. that's a sample menu. See, this place is so fancy that they won't even tell you what's on the menu because it depends on what is fresh and available yeah. that day. I feel so. like, and this is just me speaking out of school as usual, uh, I feel like you're going to leave there unsatisfied and you're going to want to stop it in and out it's one of those places where you need second dinner almost immediately after well see i've never been i don't think i've ever actually been to a michelin star it's restaurant like ridiculously tiny tiny portion, probably, portion but probably. then they but, drizzle some sauce around the plate to make it look like it covered like more after the super bowl party i'm still kind of full yeah. from sunday so i don't need a giant meal tonight anyway i still taste taco bell from uh, from sunday myself so i'm with you 100% but uh yeah so i'm going to do the the fancy dinner thing tonight i'll give you a full report uh, tomorrow morning let on us, what was on my menu let us know how the meerkat is Sweet little, uh, or maybe some panda while you're there too. Sweet little panda koala. Um, yeah, it's really good. All right, coming up, uh, I wanted koala. So uh, we got the official news yesterday: the Jerickson Profar is rejoining the Padres. Uh, we'll talk about day two of spring training coming up here. What will be Jerickson Profar's role with the team? I mean, you plug him right in as a starter. Is that the best strategy for Mike Schilt? Uh, coming up this season, if Profar is his regular left fielder, uh, we'll talk about the prospects coming up and how quickly they can really have an impact on the San Diego Padres this season. Uh, as I mentioned, there was a signing overnight. The San Francisco Giants 
added a power hitter. Jorge Soler signs a three-year deal, $42 million with the Giants. Uh, so he's coming to the division, another NL West rival. Adds a bat, uh, extends their lineup a little bit. The impact on that signing, we'll discuss that coming up in our 7 o'clock hour. Regular features, take on Woods, don't do this. Of course, it's 7.35. Sammy Spring Training will be back. Uh, he did another great day of content. He He's, did. He's not slowing down after no. a couple of days. I mean, multiple interviews. I'm worried about him. He's going to need to take a breather. You know, he needs a blowout there for sure. I a lot think of uh, with the, you know, he's always out there like six weeks for the spring usually. Yeah. So with the uh, shortened spring training, I think he's only out there like three and a half, four weeks. I want to see. So he's just got to cram six weeks of work I, in. I want to see if it falls off. You know, like 20 post day one. By the last day of spring training, you be like, Yuki Matsui throws another bullpen, and then he hits the road and gets out of there. Just one post. It's um, It just kind of works, depending on kind of who's available, that certain players get kind of a focus day at spring training where Sammy may do an interview, someone in the you know, like the UT may write a feature about him. Yesterday felt like Ethan Salas Day. Very much so. At, at, in Peoria, I, as there I, was a big feature on him. You saw some sound bites and clips, uh, videos of Ethan Salas. You posted... One commented again, just the kid looks as looks fantastic, as fluid. I mean, for a 17 year old looking as fluid and comfortable being in a big league camp. Yeah, I for mean, sure, man. And I will say, though, I, I, I maybe this is what kept me up <laughs> at midnight. I was reading Kevin Acey's uh, article about him and, and what allegedly is the plan with him. And, and that domed me out. It was actually the first thing I said to Paulie this morning when I walked to the door. Uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty pretty spun about that, and I, I can't believe I can't believe that it's real. I want to talk about it. We are uncomfortable as 48 year olds in a big league camp as media professionals who are supposed to be there when yeah. we're there. Yeah, it's kind of awkward. You just want to, you know, you don't want to say the wrong thing. You don't want to go the wrong places. How, how can you imagine as a 17 year old? Yeah, he's supposed to be there. Of course, it's he's easier, invited because you don't know what you don't. Maybe know. you, I don't you know. have no idea. You're just playing baseball. It's, you're just playing ball. Now, you put him in media camp at 17, he's going to feel a little different if there was such a thing as media camp. But um, that's what he is was put on the planet to do is play baseball. So I just if, – if the plan that Kevin Acey laid out is the actual plan – I, I I was I was taken aback when I saw it. We will uh, hear, and it's coming up, our Tier 1 tour continues. We wrap up the NL East today. Uh, the Washington Nationals may not be the, the most interesting team in the division, but they'll be the last one we discuss, and we'll uh, give you our, our predictions for order of finish in the NL East now that we're wrapping up our first division on our Tier 1 tour. Counting down the days, each team gets a day until we get to the opener between the Padres and the Dodgers on March 20th. Uh, Rindle Report, uh, all the usual features in our second half of the show. So that's your menu that may or may not include small, adorable creatures on it today. Uh, We will come back, though, and and talk some Padres baseball. Jerickson Profar should be in camp in the next couple of days. Jackson Merrill, can he really be a opening day starter for the San Diego Padres this season? Is that the plan uh, for A.J. Preller and the team if everything goes well. Get to that coming up next with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Woods came in this morning, immediately looked at Paul and goes, we're not talking about the Super Bowl again, right? We're not, we're not doing that again for a second straight day. <laughs> well, I saw it was on the thing, and I went, oh, no, we're, we're rehashing Super Bowl 58. Everybody, uh, everybody in America is still doing it. Uh, you know, two, two days later, they're talking about the Super Bowl. I think we're, we're moving on to baseball season, and I'm yeah. fine with that. Thank I'm not going to force you to talk about it. What we, did the shows, like, if a show was sent out to Vegas and they were there through the Super Bowl on Sunday, but they have to fly home, like, are they doing their shows yesterday from Las Vegas From still? Vegas, and, and then, then get on a plane. get on a plane and go home. And then and you're then... finally back in your studio today? Yep. We never brought up, though, and I, I thought this was fascinating, because everybody's in a Super Bowl squares pool at some point. Yeah. The uh, Adams Friends Super Bowl Squares oh, pool on steroids. God, which oh, I had yeah. never, this I had never heard of this. Strap in for this one. This is unreal. But he texts us during the game, and he goes, "My friend is in this wild Super Bowl Squares pool. It's the same, you know, hundred square grid. Yep. Everybody gets a, a number and a team. And, and do you have it, the text? Too? It works. Uh, <coughs> I mean, I remember exactly what he said. But it, it basically it's three hundred dollars to buy in for every square. Every square. Yeah. So that means that is. $30,000 in the pot yep. for the game. But like, you know, most Super Bowl squares you get your first quarter winner, halftime, third quarter and end of game. Correct. This Super Bowl squares pool paid off every minute of the game. So, what <laughs> 14 minutes left in the first quarter, what's the score? That's 500 bucks right there. Most every, likely 0-0. Most likely 0-0. Yep. And his friend happened to get the square that ended up Chief 0. 49ers, zero. So every minute, the game remains scoreless. And if you'll remember, it remains scoreless for a while. Into the uh, second quarter, yeah, it was it was scoreless all the way. So he won. It was 3 nothing at the after the first, yeah. I thought. Yeah, let me get the it point. was, well, it was meant, I think I think they got to the second quarter, didn't they, without before the first field goal? It was Scoring summary, uh, 12 seconds into the first, second quarter is when they okay. scored. Yeah, so, so, yeah, zero, so zero. he won That's every, right, zero, zero hit. He won every, minute every minute for the first quarter and the first. So, 300. Yeah, by the every end. Every minute. Uh, 500. 500. 500 every minute. Oh and then uh, I think a two or $3,000 bonus at the end of the quarter for winning that one. So by the end of the first quarter, 
For a $300 square, he had already won like $7,500. It's unreal. <laughs> that was one of the craziest Super Bowl squares pools I have ever heard of. I mean, like, if you if you put in 300 you, you want to buy more than one square, obviously, but who wants to be like, here's $1,200? I mean, you could be out 1200 bucks and not win a thing. And as uh, Squirrely pointed out in the chat, and yes, and then after it was 3 nothing, a touchdown made it 10 nothing. so back to 0-0. Zero, 0-0. Zero, zero, zero. And he started winning again. He didn't uh, win at halftime. The Chiefs scored right before yep, half, 10, but half. added a few more $500 notches to his belt. A very profitable well, day. And then Adam texted us a little bit later in the game. He goes, my buddy also bought squares in a $60 per square game, which is still pretty expensive. And that paid out $100 a minute, and he was getting paid out on that one as well. He had the good squares in that one. That's insane. Absol- I can't even imagine that feeling. I can't even imagine. Well, see, that's, $7,500 through the first that's the ma- That's the magical story. The other story is everyone who paid their $300 for the square and got, you know, nothing. eight won yeah. as their box right. and never won anything. Then you're, in, then you're, in, you're just in hell. Yeah. You're like, oh, great. Here's $1,200. bucks. All right, what's the... I mean, you got to buy at least three squares. Tough I to mean, drop a G that's, though, on that's Super a lot. Bowl I squares. Mean, that's a know, lot of dough. You can go in with friends and, and try to do it that way and split it up. Ultimately, the winning square, though, at the end of the game, at the end of overtime, was a very unusual one. It was the uh, the 5-2 square, yep. right, at the end, which yep. is not one that typically pays off quite often in a Super Bowl pool. 5-2 is a very unusual number, so... That was just my last thought on the Super that Bowl that we didn't get to absurd. yesterday. That was pretty pretty crazy. All right, let's check traffic. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the competition now. Is there a competition for the Padres now that they have a full complement of outfielders? What does that look like in Peoria when uh, the full squad reports this week? Get to that next year on 97.3 The Fan. So uh, I made the point yesterday when the Padres signed Jurix in Pro 4 that I like the move mostly because you don't want to force prospects to play who aren't ready to be on the big league level. And we have no idea, despite what the Padres can tell you, how, however optimistic they are, however high they are in their own prospects, there's no way even A.J. Preller can tell you that any one of those guys is going to be ready to contribute on the big league level on March 20th in one month and one week and you know be ready to go and say, all right, kid, that you're, you're the guy. You're our starter for the time being. So you have to have other options. And if you're going to have a guy out there who is may struggle a little bit, you'd rather have it be a veteran on a one-year deal, inexpensive, who's gone through some struggles before, can do some other things for you, and let that other guy, let your prospect get at bats on the minor league level to continue his progression toward the big leagues at a proper pace. So I saw, you know, again, you're going to see – there's really there I've, since we've been covering the team together as a program, I've never seen one move that not just the Padres that any baseball team has made, not one that didn't come without a couple of fans grousing about it. I'm sure there were Dodger fans that was like, "Oh no, like Otani, are we really giving a guy this much money? We don't even know if he can pitch." I'm sure they were out there, right? Juan Soto was like almost fifty fifty when we acquired him. People didn't want him. People didn't right. want Manny Machado. It happens, like. I couldn't really find any reason to be upset about a Jerickson Pro far back on a one-year, $1 million deal. I, I, in my When I search my soul, I can't find any reason to be mad about it. I, I've saw people say, well, this is just a re- we're just going to regress. Now, I did also see our odds did not 
jump at all by adding Jerks and Profar. Not that you expected them to, but... Actually went down a little bit they, they for his down? total win total with his negative war from last season. <laughs> their, total, their estimated cool. wins cool. Dropped, dropped a little, a little bit, bit with the signing of Jerks and Profar. And listen, and I don't know if it's Profar. I don't know if it's the... Had we gone out and signed, who's another guy in the same vein for a million bucks? Would you have been more excited about that guy? I don't know that there is any other guy in that vein for a million right. bucks. Yeah, thir- I mean, 30, year- 30 years old, switch hitter, can play the outfield. I mean, just the longevity to have played as many major league games as Profar has played, which I don't have the number in front of me, but I, you know, you play that many games, that many seasons, you're like, I'm more than a million bucks. Yeah, for sure. And I think, uh, I, I think. You know, we've been on AJ's ass about throwing money away, and you know, and it's like, well, okay, this actually was a fairly decent, smart move. I, mean, I, I like this move a hell of a lot better than the Nelly Cruz signing last year for a million. See, I bucks. loved the Nelly Cruz signing I did too, last year, for but a I like this bucks. one more because I think he's gonna he can at least provide. He more. can play the field and and can play multiple positions. He can. So I, I really didn't have. If you look at it, from, he's a switch hitter. Padres didn't have yeah. a switch hitter until Jerickson joined them last year on the roster. If you look at it though, like, oh man, here we go, same old Padres. I mean. Okay, that's that's definitely your right to do that. I just didn't I didn't see anything wrong with this. I don't know. Like it it didn't make me super excited. I didn't I wasn't gassed up all day. I thought it was a foregone conclusion for three them, months ago. Doesn't prevent them from making another move. No. If they want to go out there, a million dollars didn't eat up whatever we don't know what the remaining budget is, but whatever it is, I think it's more than just one million dollars. Yeah. So doesn't prevent them from making other moves. I, I think it's good, but Ultimately, the best-case scenario, and I, I wanted to make this point yesterday, the best-case scenario for the Padres is not Jurickson starts every day and has an okay season, because he's, let's be honest, best-case scenario, Jurickson's has a pretty average offensive numbers, you know, walks a bit, he's not going to give you a ton of power, not going to be a gold glover, but he's not going to embarrass himself out there. That's his best-case scenario. Worst-case scenario... He's a disaster offensively. You know, he has a season like he had for the Rockies, and you are once again looking for solutions in the outfield. Any of any range of options is true. The best case scenario, though, for the Padres would be someone like Jackson Merrill kills it at spring training, like Fernando Tatis Jr. did in 2018, and absolutely forces his way onto the big league roster as a starting outfielder, and you have enough depth that Jurickson is that bench piece, that versatile switch hitting option that can play multiple positions that can come in as a pinch hitter against either side from the plate draw a walk late in the game veteran presence he's an id at 31 years old he's an ideal bench player in major league baseball he is not he's not an ideal 150 game starter in major league baseball if jerks and profar starts 150 games it's not a good thing for the san diego padres wouldn't really be a good thing for any team in baseball right now for jerkson to come and play you know, 70, 80 games yeah. off the bench, fill in here and there, get some pinch hitting appearances, have an okay, you know, slash line with that. That's a great usage of Jerickson Profar over the course of the season. Well, and the other, you know, the other guys in the clubhouse know him. Uh, they were all, you know, speak. Cronenworth talked about him yesterday that, you know, he's, he's, we love him. He speaks four languages. He can talk to anybody. He's a fiery dude. Uh, I think he's, you know, again, it's just. There's a lot to be upset about with this team. I just don't think adding an, an outfielder, which you desperately needed on a one-year, one-million-dollar deal, is anything to get your your uh, panties in a wad about. I certainly didn't. Uh, I just thought, okay, cool. 
who let's get more. You know, is Brandon Belt still available? I mean, we're at that point of the season, right? Like, I don't expect the Padres to go out and sign Cody Bellinger or Blake Snell or anything like that. I've Joey kinda, Votto, you are a San Diego Padre. I've kind of flushed, you know, most of the grandiose ideas uh, at this point. Now, yeah, let's get some guys that can round out a roster and see what they're made of until maybe these young kids are ready to produce. I just don't have... It's a one-year deal and for a million dollars, which is just nothing, nothing at all. So Mike, no Schilt, Mike Schilt was asked yesterday about Jackson Merrill and you know <laughs> the plan. Didn't really get any new information. Yeah, he's gonna gonna play in the outfield some. Still want to get his work in the infield though. They're not just saying you're an outfielder forever. So he's got a lot. He'll have a lot on his plate over this next month. It's probably by design too. To be honest with you, they're gonna throw everything they can at him and see what he can handle and what he can't. Uh, and I think that's that's completely by design. A lot of people will ask, well, if he's, we've even asked it. If he's going to be an outfielder, just put him in the outfield. Eh, let's see what he's got. Because, again, if his value is as, as a shortstop, guess what? Another team may really value that. So you don't want to completely take him off of there. Uh, but they're going to throw everything they can at him and see if he, see if he sticks. Yeah, that's that's uh, a good point. Here's Mike Schilt talking yesterday about Jackson. You know, the thing with Jackson is, again, he's versatile. You know, I talked to Dennis about this in the offseason that um, – you know, he can get out in the outfield, but he hasn't done it much historically. He has played there a little bit in some double-A games. Has been really intentional, and in, I think the organization did a nice job. And Jackson's been a, a voice and a participant in making sure um, he's getting his work at shortstop. He's also getting his work in the outfield, making sure, we're, you know, from a load management, you know, especially in the offseason, um, keeping him fresh. We're going to continue to be intentful about what that looks like, and and um, but we do want to kind of read the tea leaves and get him in the outfield hey. and let him see what that looks like, and we have a more comfort uh, with what he's done in the infield, and we'll kind of take it from there. Fellow tea leaf reader, Mike Schilt, you're going to fit in just fine on this program, sir. Let's, yeah, let's I, read I, I the mean, tea leaves too. You know, it was. Um... That was kind of a non-answer sure. in terms of the plan for yeah. Jackson Merrill. We're going to work him out everywhere, man. We're going to just keep him. Uh, we're going to keep him guessing every day and see what the kid can handle. Speaking you know? of non-answers, AJ Preller is scheduled to address the media later this oh, morning that was a as well. Shot, man, was a gratuitous yeah. shot. A fair one, though. Fair. Yeah. Morning, guys. I hey. think even AJ would acknowledge. In he gr- his he's listening right now. He grinned. Private moments. He grinned. We know. We know that AJ says a lot without saying a lot. He grinned and at you. He'll get those questions about, you know, Jackson Merrill's usage and is that the you know is is it the plan to start him on the big league level? And he will say, <laughs> he'll give you a, a, a two minute answer without really revealing any but information. You do make a good point. I mean, we all remember the stories of of spring training years ago that it really painted the picture of a of Rudy. You know, oh, Haas and Manny walked in with their jerseys and they laid them on on Andy Green's desk, and they said, if Paddock and Tatis aren't on this team, then I'm not on this team. That's how it was painted to us. You want that. You want Manny and Xander and Tatis to walk into Schilt's office and with their jerseys and go, it's Jackson Merrill and left. It's Jackson Merrill and left. It's Jackson Merrill and left as they throw their jerseys down on the desk. You want him to kick the door down. I, I love that story. It was great. But remember, the at the time... The worry was that the Padres were going to want to go on the cheap and not start Fernando's clock ticking. Hey, keep him in the minor leagues for a couple of months, and you'll have an extra year of control on Fernando Tatis Jr. And the veterans, you know, Manny and Eric Hosmer thought, 
let's not do that. Let's try to win now. And the well, Padres were like, yeah, we, we agree with you, actually. Also, Peter Seidler, I believe, was quoted as saying, if, if we did that just to manipulate service time and we missed the playoffs by a game or something, he goes, that's not okay. Right. Not okay when you have a kid like that banging on the door. And by the way, turned out not to matter at all. They signed him to a 14-year contract Correct. long before... <laughs> The service time, you know, kicked in or was an issue. So it, it turned out not to be a big deal. This go around, though, I feel like privately, AJ Preller and Josh Stein and even Mike Schill are probably rooting for Jackson Merrill. I really hope this kid has a great spring because it would really help our ball club if we can plug him out there in the outfield at the start of the season. And if he can just give us some decent numbers and continue to improve and learn also on the big league level while being a, a somewhat productive outfielder, that's the best-case scenario for us. So no, they're not going to need any convincing from you know, Manny, Manny Machado this time that, yeah. hey, we need Jackson Merrill on this team. And they're just going to go, yeah, we need Jackson Merrill on this team. My worry, of course, is that because they so badly want him to succeed and be there, that they're going to make a decision that they regret later, and that is advancing him too far, too fast, when he hasn't had enough experience and at bats in the minor leagues. And we've seen it before where you set guys back by doing that. You give, give them a taste of the big leagues, you give them a taste of failure that they can't work their way out of because they don't have those tools to overcome the you know the better pitchers. You know, just the travel, the different lifestyle, everything, all the adjustments that you have to make to being a big leaguer. And they hit 140, and eventually, after a month and a half, they get sent back down. But instead of killing it in the minor leagues, all of a sudden, now they've lost their confidence, and now they're struggling in the minor leagues, and you've spun them out completely. But that is every single player in the history of baseball. That's every one of them. Other, save Dave Winfield. You know what I mean? That came right out of high school and... And ran onto the baseball fields and never went to the minor leagues. That's every single one of them. It happened to every one of them. You know, it's going I, I, and, to happen. And he's been in the minor leagues. Sure, yeah. I, you know, Tatis was in the minor leagues, came up very fast, has never really struggled. Yeah. He's had for he's an had extended bad stretches, period. Yeah, but, but never yeah. really struggled. Like, there was never a time you thought, well, they're going to probably have to send down Fernando Tatis Jr. <laughs> no. He's never struggled, and that would be—I mean—that would be the dream scenario for Jackson Merrill. That he's good enough that you never really even have to think about sending him back down once you bring him up. There are players like that. Yeah, like I think Corbin Carroll was. was yes, one there of them, are you know? certainly players like that. Now, most of them get time in Double A, a little time in Triple A, and then they come up and they're ready and they're ready to go. Very few can have 70 at-bats in double-A, and then they're ready to go forever for their career in Major League Baseball. And I know you hate when I do this, but it's absolutely the case. I mean, you're I, I do expect him to get big league at-bats, but like you're going to have to see. You're not going to know if they rush Jackson Merrill or anybody else until the end of the season. That's the thing. You're not going to just wait 162 games and see. You're going to have your – it's it's a hard game, and it brings the best players to their knees for weeks at a time. It's going to be a struggle for him at some point. Um, so, yeah, it, you, we're not going to know if they were rushed until after the season's over. But right now, I mean, you got you have holes to fill. That's, a, that's good news for Jackson Merrill. Like, it's there if you want it. Go get it. All right, we'll come back. Take on Woods is coming up. Chance to qualify for the trip to Las Vegas. Overnight, the San Francisco Giants signed Jorge Soler to a three-year contract. I've actually got a take for you that this is – could possibly be good news for the rest of the NL West. I'll tell you why. Coming up next with Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.